Shalom and howdy, everyone, and it better be everyone, or else I'll know, and I'm calling the police. But thank you so much for just even clicking on this episode, and if it was by accident, then ha, I got you, suckers. This is our first podcast, so bear with us as we're still learning, too. We're just a bunch of regulars like you guys with dreams and ambitions that far exceed our talents to reach them. If you haven't yet, please go to our Instagram, where we'll be posting pictures of the characters that we've done and created, so that you can get a visual to go along with them. That Instagram, of course, is day underscore dreamers underscore podcast. And I also found that this sounds a lot better with headphones. I don't, I don't know why, so get those on. Now enough of my voice in this bit, let's get to the show where you can listen to my voice under different circumstances. Welcome to Daydreamers. This is the, the first official episode of, of Daydreamers. We've made it. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Alrighty, so we'll start with this. Two of you, specifically, have gotten a letter. And the letter stated something around the likes of, we've noticed your progress for the last little while, and we have a job opportunity for you. Should you choose to accept it, this letter will explode or catch fire in the next six seconds. Oh. Uh, the cloaked individuals wearing dark goggles that handed it to you stand there for a second, wait for the paper to disappear, and then they leave. Uh, it told you a place to go, a place you've never been to, in the middle of the desert. Uh, so you spend a while traveling there, not having too many issues. Uh, and Karoff, you're the first one to arrive. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, so you, you've been walking for what seems like days now, uh, and you finally come upon this tiny, perfectly squared shack in the middle of the desert. It doesn't match anything around it. It's like pristine white, clean as hell, no sand, no damage to it. It's just there in the desert. Alright. I will approach the building. Okay. With my lumbering footsteps. Uh, actually, if you want to take this moment to explain what Karoth looks like and what he is. Alright, well, Karoth Starforger is a giant, or Goliath. Half from, giant, yeah. Yes. Um, he is uh, purple skinned with a majestic white beard. Um, he has some leather armor on and a large warhammer on his shoulder. Um, he is. I forget exactly how tall. I think he was max height. Eight to nine feet. I think he was nine feet tall. He's tall. <laughs> Real big boy. Uh, kind of a stoic expression. Generally pretty relaxed. And a uh, thousand yard stare. Can only see that far. Needs glasses. Really, really, really bad. <laughs> and then who you are specifically oh, so um, these I people am, listening can hear oh um my name is elliot i am uh 
Big D and D fan have been for a long time. Just happy to be here. Yeah, just 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 a pleased to be here. Alright, and for the people in the room, this is Elliot's art. Yeah. Yeah. And then for everyone listening, if you go to the Daydreamers podcast or podcast Instagram, we will have all of the art that Delaney and I have painstakingly made posted there for you to see. We all appreciate it a lot. It looks really, really good. We had fun doing it too. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just like, art. Alright, so you enter the building? I will enter the building. Alright. Is it large enough to accommodate my massive frame? It's almost like the door was made for you to just walk into. Oh, that's perfect. Alright. Alright, um, Alex. Uh, hey there, I'm Alex. Uh, am I just talking about me? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'm here to play D&D and have a good time. It's your goals. How long, how long have you been an alcoholic? Oh dear. Uh, several weeks. Ever since my crocodile parents really started to rip on me for my career choices. Ever since you took the eggs away. <laughs> Alright, Alex. You, well, your character specifically. You're in the desert. I'm assuming it's not very fun for you. No. Um, after what feels like weeks for you, you come upon this perfectly squared building, pristine and white. Exactly the same description I gave Elliot. Yeah. What do you do? Um, go inside. Okay. Better, otherwise I'm gonna come out and break <laughs> You don't know he's out there. You just I just have like standing out the window like. Hey. <laughs> That, there is no windows either. That's the okay. thing. It's it's like a. You have a sense. It's all. It's very like monolith, but huge. Like okay. A, gotcha. a room, and just a single door in the middle of one of the walls. Uh, so you've been waiting for about let's say five-ish minutes, Elliot. Um, Basically, and, we didn't see each other on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear the door behind you open, and you look, and you don't see anything at first. And you look very, very far down. I look down. I was gonna say I have a feeling he's short. You see this cloaked individual. What you see is a small amphibian of some sort that appears to have uh, gills protruding from the side of your face. I need to see. And what seems to be a permanently (laughs) surprised expression on their face. (laughs) He's so cute. And. He looks around and goes, Oh, she is. Oh, you wouldn't imagine the weather out there. Not a drop of water in the sea. Greetings, creature. Um, I'm Karoth, Starforger. Oh. oh, hey there. I thought I was, thought that was a wall or another door or something. Damn, you did. You are quite small. Well, maybe to you, but I'm quite tall and friend. I see, and where is that exactly? Are you near my home? Uh-huh. <laughs> How tall are you exactly, Alex? Uh, How big is tall? it? Like, we have to I know. think you were like two and a half feet yeah, tall. Yeah, small, oh, Chris is his like eight, nine feet. I, I think I'm nine feet tall. I, mean, I, know I'm, I know it's on here somewhere, I'm just like and, uh, touching food. And what is your character's name, Alex? Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Raisin. Raisin? Raisin. Raisin. And it is important to note that Raisin goes by they. He has no... Okay, I say he. They They has no gender. They has no... (laughs) They has no gender. (laughs) 
like raisin, like like like, like the, the food, yeah, like mean, the food. Okay, I put like a Z because I was like, he doesn't mean like. It has to be something complicated, obviously. It's raisin, I love raisins. Yeah, it's just raisins. Raisin, the small frog, thing. like lizard thing. Oh, it's important to mention that uh, although raisin is using the grung race for its stats, it's more of an oxalato. Yes. That's fair. Uh, technically, Goliaths can't have beards, but I was like, he looks too oh, much yeah. like Thanos. So. That's something we didn't mention. You are a Goliath with a beard. Yes. Very long beard. A very majestic long beard. And for those rule lawyers out there, that will be explained. What color is your beard? White. Oh. And then this is Alex's art. Oh, wow. There he is, just little boy. a hard copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll post these to our, our group chat as well as if um, if anybody listening out there is even remotely curious, you definitely have to see his character. <laughs> that art is pretty great, <laughs> and he kept it a secret from all of us for a while. Yeah, because your original character was gonna be like it's as much as you hated me. Yeah, comparing it to The Witcher, you were pretty much a Witcher. Yeah, who hunted ghosts and your name was Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> what race was it? It was like it was a yeah, Yisarai. Yeah. yeah, the psychic one. Mm-hmm. Or the. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that this is probably the first D and D character that I've ever made that's not a human. <laughs> There you go. Expansion. Yeah, look at you not. Yeah. Nobody plays humans, and I always am like, I don't because they're boring and stupid. In a, in a world where every NPC is a human, no adventurer is a human doesn't make sense to me. It should be most of the characters. Yeah, right. Yeah. You just want the basic stats. I'm a human in real life. I don't want to be one. Why you guys shit on humans? Get ready for my character. The most. Pretty good transition right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we're gonna find out. Oh, we'll see. Uh, you're both standing in this room now. The walls are even more white than they are on the outside. If you could imagine, like, a secret room in the Men in Black. Is there, like, a light source in here, or is it just, like, it's, a... It's, like, kind of permanently just bright white. So, like, the waiting room in, like, the Matrix kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, I'll god. That's excited. existential. In uh, the moment the both of you enter the room, two pot lights. In, in the center of the room, like about five-ish feet apart from one another, turn on. So it gets even brighter in here? Just in that one the spot in the very center of the room. Uh, Alright. Did you get a mysterious note as well? Raisin? Uh, I'm not sure. I just, you know, I, I think I don't account for it for some reason. Interesting. Somebody obviously wants us here. Was this you? It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm sure if we wait a little bit, we'll find out. Oh, cheers. <laughs> what is this G-Wiz that you speak of? Oh, well, you know, it's just an expression, man. You know, people say where I'm from all the time. Interesting. I don't think they say where I'm from. Well, where are you from? Elecron. Never heard of it. <laughs> it's big. You would like it. Oh, well, I mean, there's not really much I don't like. I like you, I think. I think I like you too. Oh, what's the rules? <laughs> we should be friends. I proffer a large hand the size of Chris's two hands. Yeah. You're gonna have like a little finger with this gets his yeah. head. Yeah, we should be friends. Reason, reason, cakes on every finger is perfect. A little sticky. <laughs> Just wipe it off with my <laughs> press plate. It's a pleasure. Well, it's not right. But, uh, 
Is there any pictures in the room, or is it just in a blank white walls? Roll a perception around? check for me, my dude. Oh, oh wow! Let's first roll. Let's get this the podcast. Roll, Alex. Got all the big D20 This is going to set a precedent for the rest of the campaign. Thing, no real. pressure. Deceptive. I'm not rolling. Hey, okay. That's, hey, that's, that's pretty good. 16 plus 3 for 19 total. Alright. The, the room itself looks like just like a. If you polish the hell out of a pearl. Like it's the shiniest, most like glossy room ever. There's like no features. The only difference is the fact that there's now those two pot lights that are pointing like down into the center of the room. And that's it. Sorry, it's me. Oh no, it's hard to listen. Yeah, man, that's real pretty in here. Um, would I be able to identify the composition of the wall? Yeah, uh, yeah, roll. I guess you'd roll history. Sure. For rock stuff. Or nature. I'll let you pick. Alright. Uh, they're probably the same because they're both intelligence based. Uh, <laughs> uh, 11 plus 2. 11? It seems to be some kind of like polished glass material. Someone pushed it in. Uh, I was just holding the dice too tight. Yeah, babies have soft spots on their heads. Oh god, yeah, when they're born, their heads are Yeah, but someone indented. like took that as a challenge. <laughs> and that's dice inspired that's by this it. D20. That was what was going through their head. Okay. Alright, so sorry, it was a It's like it's kind of like a solid like polished glass. Gotcha. Okay. Um I probably shouldn't mess with it, so I will uh Return over to uh, Raisin and uh, like, I wonder if we're the only two. No, uh, can I, can I feel, can I like feel around the room and yeah, see if there's any like door? Check stuff closer to the ground. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna start like pushing on the walls, I guess. Oh, that's investigation, my guy. Okay, okay, Uh, 18, uh, nothing. Um, everything feels exactly the same, just smooth glass. You're leaving some streaks on it with your gooby, nasty, mm-hmm. crung hands. Uh, the only thing that's there is the door that you came into and the, the two lights in the middle of the room. And everything else is just real shiny glass. Well, I hope you get a bit of a bad but I think we're about to have a long place. I wondered that myself. The two lights in the room get a little bit brighter. Oh boy. I wonder if he's pointing us towards something. I'll investigate the light. I'll go stand underneath it. Raisin's just staring at it like the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Just in awe. Slack jawed like... Uh, He licks his eyeball or something. (laughs) Karth, you go and stand underneath the light and it dims a little bit. Oh. Didn't like that. Interesting. You're casting an awful big shadow down there, fella. How about you stand on the other one? Wow. <laughs> Just try it. Because <laughs> 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 I told you to. <laughs> Alex, it's yes and. <laughs> well, 
That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to stand on the ceiling exactly. How about just stand underneath it? Oh yeah, I can do that for sure. <laughs> Grayson will go uh, stand under the other light, I guess. The moment you do, one okay. of the fourth walls starts moving up. And from behind the wall, you see a tall, slender-haired elf standing in front of you. The Did you say slender-haired? Slender-haired, slender everything, yeah. She's slender. slender. She's an elf. She's... Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, long, silver hair, too. Oh. Uh, in one hand, she has a large leather book with faded gold trim work, and in the other hand, she has a quind adorned with a robust crimson feather. Robust. I like that adjective. She wears a long woolen cardigan that splits into two about three quarters of the way down, like a fancy tuxedo cloak, uh, with burgundy sleeves that are laid with uh, small silver spikes. Underneath that is a soft looking navy green turtleneck. Her skin, uh, tight black leather pants that only end due to her high knee converse adjacent heeled boots. Oh wow. Yeah. Very fashion forward. Oh yeah. And she looks up to the two of you with a soft smile as her long ponytail bobs joyously. Oh, this is really pretty. Greetings. Hello there! The two of you seem to have uh, assembled here today, as both of you have been mm, seen as uh, having unique skill sets that we here at Glass feel would be a great asset to our company. Now, unless you guys have any further questions, I would ask that you put these sunglasses on, and she gestures, and from a little like porthole that you that wasn't there a second ago, uh, in the light pops up these two like sunglasses goggle adjacent things um, that align like about chest height for both of you. Is mine appropriately sized, or do I have tiny ones? No, they're they're perfect. Yeah, oh, I kind of have to ask, as you can imagine, Raisin's face is is it built not human shaped, <laughs> and the eyes are. They, they must have fallen off to the side. Yeah, yeah, they seem like they're they pretty well prepared. It's kind of just like a big band. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, those like cool future sunglasses where it's just like uh, cyclops, but oh, really yeah. big. Just like I can oh, picture, yeah. I can picture like <laughs> they're perfect. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, the most surprising thing is that they fit you perfectly. Oh, it's real. All right, uh, I will adorn my sunglasses. Me too. Alright, the second you put them on, you're instantly transported somewhere else. You feel a whoosh. It only lasts for a split second, but you feel like you're in the exact same room you were just in. And without missing a beat, she says, perfect, wonderful. Now, if you guys will just step this way, and she opens a door, and in front of you, you guys see a futuristic interior. Uh, That's... You guys don't know what futuristic means, but for the people listening... Completely alien to both of us. Exactly. It's very similar to the room you're just in, however, it's bustling with activity. There's people in lab coats running to and from, there's like guards standing there with um, stormtrooper adjacent armors, but it's trimmed with golds and blacks. Are they uh, also white? Like they blend in with yeah. Everything. It's okay. like the polished. Like, are they um, are they all different races or is it all else? Yeah, m- men and women of all races running around, most wearing the lab coats. Uh, those that aren't are glossed in the sleek armor. Very uh, multicultural and very polished. We stand there like you know. <laughs> exactly. Races. Yeah. 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 Good start. I mean, they got a Goliath and a Grung in the same room. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, <laughs> we're breaking barriers here. 
Yeah, it looks like one of my family gatherings in here. <laughs> in fact, hold on a second. <laughs> Is that my second Teresa? Is that your Roll a charisma check for me. Just straight charisma. Straight charisma. Uh, 12? 12? Uh, let me see. Is Teresa someone Uh, nobody responds. Oh, okay. You may have been mistaken, little one. Yeah. So while you guys stand there kind of in bewilderment, taking on all these new scenes and things that you've never seen before, uh, Sala comes up from behind you and goes, most people tend to feel this way when they come in. She gives you guys a quick wink and says, here at Glass we work behind the scenes of the modern man to ensure the world runs smoothly. Without most of us, well, many places wouldn't be here right now. You two have the opportunity to be a part of something great and make a real change. And as she talks, she starts walking forward, moving her arms around, like gesturing to all the things that you guys see. And you see like various like cubicles and like big glass, like see-through, like aquarium type, type things, not with fish or anything in it. In one of the cubes, you guys kind of stop listening to her and you get distracted by this. There's two ti- scientists, scientists, uh, standing above a deep pool of water about 15 feet on a platform. In the pool you swear you see some dark shadows dancing around each other and you can't quite make out the full shape of it though. And this is like a big, like... Massive tank. Yeah, like you could fit a good, like, probably 100 people in there. And there's just these guys in lab coats and the chalkboards writing stuff down. Well that's where all the water runs. No wonder it's so dry out there. (laughs) Silent laughs. Before you can focus on too much of that, she waves her hand to another glass cube across the hall where this like giant creature hangs from the ceiling, violently swinging tentacles around. One of which has a young elven man who appears to be screaming as his body ragdolls around silently. The other two scientists... I can't say scientists. <laughs> scientists are desperately poking the creature with large rods and cracking lightning at the ends of it. Damn. Should we help them? She, she looks, oh no, they seem to have it under control. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with that guy. I think I grew up around him. He's a real crunchy pants. Uh, if you guys want, you can make an arcana check to see if you know what the monster is. Do something you want from <laughs> That's basically <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what is this? Arcana. 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 Let's see if you know what the creature is. No. Three. 20. <laughs> 20. It's a rope. Oh, okay. You know that they're extremely dangerous and they just kind of wait in deep caves for people to come in and they rope them up and eat them. Stinker. And they just have one of these as like a pet and they're doing science experiments on. You keep these things as a leisure pet? Not so much pet, it's more for um, information, how we can help other people not be like um, like that man. As she says that, the the elven man slams across the, the glass right in front of you guys, which is like a... It's like that, like... As slime and probably a few other liquids Uh quickly fall all over the glass, Silent gives him a thumbs up and a smile, and the Elven Man lets out a weak grin. Like, (laughs) excellent. Looks like now that's what's worth control. And then he, and then almost immediately is pulled back, swirling back in the distance, uh, seemingly swinging to his doom. And Silent laughs and says, "Oh, that Jimmy." (laughs) 
I and then she continues to walk on. I would prefer not to work with the Roper if that's allowed. <laughs> that's not something you'll have to do, at least not here. Uh, any other questions you two might have? About I, I have many questions, but I'll wait. Yeah, I have quite a few. <laughs> well, well, just feel free to ask them as I talk. Uh, anyways, uh, since Jimmy rudely interrupted us, uh, Glass, as you can assume, <laughs> is, a, Jimmy. is an acronym. <laughs> Uh, and it stands for Galactic Licensing and Secret Service. Alright, I'm gonna write that down. Uh, oh, I should probably explain space to you two. Uh, Alright, uh, come this way. Uh, she leads them up a few flights of stairs and opens a door. Galactic Licensing and Secret Services. Glass. I don't know about things. I don't know about spells. It's all around us right now. Look at this spell stuff. I mean, not where that stuff is, because that's the spell's taken out. But you're not you're not fully wrong there, Raisin. Um, but there's a larger term for space, uh, where there's the most space of any other spaces. You mean like a big empty room? An even bigger empty room, but it's not a room at all. You just keep saying the same thing, but just bigger. <laughs> Uh, so she, she leads you up a few flights of stairs, she opens the door, and you enter this large, like, clear dome room. And you see space. Probably for the first time. As I'm assuming none of you have really left your planets. Uh, you see an incredible sight. You see swirling colors of blues, purples, and pinks on this giant sphere below you. Uh, laden with billions of tiny sparkles all over a black background. Um, the giant spherical mass of blues and greens lays in front of you guys, um, seemingly an indistinguishable distance away from you. Uh, everything you have ever known, specifically you, Kara, has been on that planet right there. Uh, on that landmass right there, actually, and she kind of just points, and you guys can't tell what she pointed <laughs> Yeah, because it's kind such of a huge gestures yeah. to a corner of the sky. Um... I believe most of the denizens there refer to it as Helicron. Um, yes. Yes. We try to keep the the planet's given name by the people there, uh, who actually live there, instead of just deciding what it should be called for someone else's sake. We we try to be a little uh, flexible like that. Uh, that's beside the point. So. Uh, kind of just scratches his head, bewilders as he's still taking in this vast expanse of just gesturing to his entire galaxy. It's just over there. <laughs> you. That's you. Uh, outside the planet is space. What? And sometimes the astral sea, it gets a little... Oh, yeah, I'm from the sea. Where's that? Uh, well, you see all the blue there? That's the sea. Some are oceans. There's Some people argue they're the same thing, yada yada. Um, you're not from this planet, though. Um, what? You guys met in the same spot, but it was, you know, interdimensional stuff. It's it's boring. <laughs> uh, you're from different galaxies. Kind of. I don't. I don't know. I haven't really, really left the city there for. So sometimes the astral sea and space tend to blend together, as most things do. Uh, it occupies space between your world and others. Think of it as different planes of existence. Uh, but with actual measurable distance between them, and not just hopping between various portals and stuff like that. Questions? Concerns? How did we get here, then? Oh, we've been just teleported. What? You so put the glasses you... on and you boop. So you can control this flow? Uh, not everything, no. We have a lot more 
accessibility than other people, um, but we do that to maintain our, our secrecy. Uh, it'll, it'll all become clear as we start making it work. Right. If, if you want to, of course. What exactly are we going to be doing? That's a great question. Uh, you get ready. We have had our eyes on the two of you for some time now. We've seen you in action, and we would love for you to take part in us and for us to take part in your growth as individuals. Of course, you won't be alone in this endeavor. We've had recruited other people to help be possible new friends, allies. Oh, God. Speak of the metaphorical devil now. That's them. Uh, sounds like you got another Jimmy out there. <laughs> you can come back now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Delaney, if you would uh, not mind describing what they see as they hear this horribly screaming man come into the scene. All right. So, you see a lovely human man, early 30s, um, looking not as prime as, you know, some blood all over the cartoids being rolled out in. Um, middle length hair, brown, slightly graying. Um, just in long robes, his armor is looking pretty messed up, bent, tattered, and he is just a mess of tears and snot and quite miserable. And missing a hand. And missing a hand, yeah, that's that's quite important, yeah. yeah he's, missed, he's, like, he's missing just, his left hand, his whole left hand, hand gone. He, uh, he's being brought in on a stretcher, carried by two of these guards, uh, and behind them is a rocky-looking character. Anna, if you want to describe Argon. Um, Argon is just uh, a bunch of rocks put together. <laughs> it's the appearance of the skin. Oh. But overall, she's just an earth genshi. Oh, that's cool, actually. <laughs> oh, that guy. Uh, with uh, little, little bits of vines and other pieces of green grown. Like vegetation cutting through the cracks and stuff. From uh, from growing up on mountain terrains and stuff. Oh, that's really cool, actually. <laughs> um, is he gonna be alright? Saddle <laughs> uh, looks and goes, Oh, hello, Reason Argon! <laughs> Wonderful timing. Let's get Mr. Nubby here to Dr. Ondo and watch the performance. Uh, so you guys quickly make your way through glass. People are bustling and getting in and out of your way. Um, I'll quickly show you the art that we've got for Reese. He still has his hand in that. Nice. That's that before all of yeah, this. These, these pictures are technically before you join. And then I'll show you where we're at with uh, not the Argon. Man, so far. Not the I think I said you. Yeah, this is the, the most. This is our awesome so far. Oh, those badass! I see those guys. Like the purple lights. And Argon's obviously still got all of her. She's fine. <laughs> no worse for wear. Just kind of there stoically, like this is just another. Just day. walking beside me. Yeah. This idiot lost his. <laughs> So the the whole time you guys are running through glass, there's the less than subtle screaming, crying, almost vomiting sound coming just from constant gagging. <laughs> uh, over dramatically, just this is the end. This is oh yeah, I didn't, see my name. I didn't see my name, Reese Wimbledon. Yes, Reese Wimbledon. Uh, I guess you two. What's your real name? Victoria, but people call me Delaney. Um, it's your last name. It's my last name's Delaney, yes. And then Argon? Uh, Anna. Yeah, just so we know that's who's it, talking. That's it, that's who we are. <laughs> After a brief 
like jog and hustle, uh, you come to a set of double white doors with a sign reading above it, medical. And the doors fly open, and a box of dwarf woman is spooked by the sudden noise. And she turns around and goes, oh my, y'all scared the sin right out of me. I assume this handsome young gentleman screaming his precious lungs out would like to see Dr. Rhonda. <laughs> I believe this person needs medical attention very soon. <laughs> and Sila looks at her and goes, Yes, Charlene, uh, if you wouldn't mind. And the way you spell Charlene is S-H-A-R apostrophe L-E-E-N. Is everyone, like, following Charlene. me right now? Is what? Is everyone following me right yeah. now? It's the med right now. <laughs> um, and Charlene's who again? She's a, uh, a boxum dwarf woman. Boxum? Boxum. Boxing. She's got big tits and very thick. Oh my god. That's Box. what Buxton oh, Wow, that's really Why, thank you, young man. You are, you are quite bad yourself, little, uh, little slimy butt. Oh, so, 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 so. I'm sorry. I, I may have misgendered you a little bit. Are you. What are your pronouns? Risen just stares. Surprised, blank, blankly, like regularly stare right at her. Doesn't understand. How about we just said. start with a name? Oh, what? That's Uzu. My name's Rosen. It's a pleasure to meet you, Rosen. Yeah, now I know everybody in my neighborhood. Now I don't know you, so I don't really know where I am, to be honest. Everyone has that every once in a while. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll get Dr. Onda right in here. Onda! Get your ass out here! We need a phantom limb! <laughs> And then Sila kind of like winces from just like how loud that was. Is, <clears throat> Thank you, Charlene. <laughs> um, Charlene goes, You are most welcome, little lady. Man, Charlene's a sweetie. Charlene walks away with her high heels clicking on the ground and all that cake jiggling. <laughs> I like her mossy. A few moments pass, and a door on the other side of the room labeled Dr. A. Onda steps out. <laughs> hey, a well, it's doctor, like, first name is A dot, uh, last name Onda. O-N-D-A. Are they calling her Rhonda? Yeah, I thought you said Rhonda. Dr. Onda. Oh. Okay. Steps out a man. First name is Oh. Anakin. I'm so glad you figured that out so fast. Wait, what? This sinister-eyed man walks towards you with a sly grin. His dark gray and burgundy-trimmed lab coat billows behind him, revealing his sharply dressed body. Donned in a gray vest over top a thinly striped dress shirt, a tie matching his coat's burgundy trim, this slick-haired man walks right up to Reese and says, Hmm, hello there, young one. Please sit down and we'll just take but a moment. He's handsome. He, for anyone listening or anyone who here has played these games, uh, the lead character of Vampire, Jonathan Dr. Reed, he looks like that, but if you mixed him with Damien from Vampire. Beautiful. I mean, well, you can you can Google it. Essentially, just imagine like a really handsome but like kind of scary man at the same time. It's like a very captivating figure. Yeah, like you want. Like, a he's like, a hot like if he stabbed you, you wouldn't be too upset. You'd probably be a little turned on. Okay, thank you. Harder. Um. And so he gestures for Reese to take a seat in a nearby reclining chair. And once he's done, Silas like, thank you to the guards who brought him in and they, they leave. Uh, and Onda looks at you, Reese. 
He says, now, Mr. Reese, I won't lie, this is going to, well, sting a little bit. Why? I, why would you tell me that? Just... And the, the whole time he's talking to you, he's maintaining a very uncomfortable amount of eye contact. I'm like looking everywhere but him, like, uh... He doesn't break at all. Like, he's, he's just like... I have like a little bit of vomit on my nose. He has a stare like you, little one. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, you notice though that when he says sting a little bit, his eyes glow with like a bit of excitement. Oh god. Uh, and then you finally do get a look into his eyes when you do that, and they're not human eyes at all. They're they're kind of like animalistic in a sense. Okay. Um, uh, if you want, you can roll a nature check to see if you know what kind of animal they might be. What? You have no fucking clue. You're too panicking. That's just a mess. That's just a mess. Uh, he, he looks at you and he goes, Now I'm going to count to three, and then we'll be careful. No. Oh, please don't. Don't do it. Please. Oh. <laughs> On the count of one, his arm turns into a spectral snake, and that snake shoved itself right into the inside of your Libby arm. What the fuck? You hear a <laughs> as it goes right into you. Oh, my um, God. The feeling I is... Like Shaking violently. You would be shaking violently if you could. Oh. The feeling is like nothing you've ever felt before. Your entire body is locked up and your arm goes numb. You feel as though something is rummaging around on the inside of your forearm. Uh, the feeling is close to that of your arm being asleep, but also that there's an itch that you just can't reach. Uh, he's still maintaining nothing but eye contact. He's no. looking at you going, oh, my, yes. Ooh, oh, so much tragedy for one so young. What is this now? Undead? Jeez. Running a family? And... The doctors on Helicron perform <laughs> procedures quite differently. From this. <laughs> and, and the more he's saying and discovering, the more, like, excited he's Am I, like, capable of talking? Or am I, like, absolutely paralyzed? Um, yeah. I won't be saying much. Make, a, like, make a con check for me. Okay. Or I guess no con saving, saving throw. throw. Yeah. <laughs> You can talk. Okay. Um, and he he's going and going in silence. Like <clears throat> he goes, oh yes, sorry, old habits. Uh, and with that, you feel a really sharp pain somewhere on the inside of your arm. Uh, deep within you, something is pierced, and for a brief moment, you feel the worst pain you've ever felt. Excellent. Even worse than your hand being bitten. <laughs> um, I don't know if you feel as though every part of your soul, your entire inner being, is pulled through and out of your arm. And with that, uh, and all the pain releases, and before you is a nice, purpley kind of spectral hand where your nub used to be. Ah. It's not quite like my other hand, but... I'm gonna need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Yeah. 22. 22. You feel the need to throw up, but you don't. <laughs> Alright, I'm also gonna need you to roll a d4 for me. Good this is not going well. <laughs> Four? Oh my god. What's oh. your constitution modifier? Uh, about the three. Alright, so you lose one maximum health point. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, geez. And I'll take a, a brief moment to explain exactly what happened. Okay, I'll have to figure out how to change that later. So, Dr. Onda here is one of the leading doctors, and you can assume by just how casual everyone was about this, people lose limbs a lot. Uh, he has a special ability to, in a sense, borrow 
a limb from the inside of your body and it takes a bit of soul energy for you to kind of reincorporate that and to do so requires a bit of your vitality in a way constitution yeah so every time you guys lose a limb which might be often um, Mr. Onda can um, help you and is with his little snake buddy and re- regain that limb for the sacrifice of some health points. Um, At first, they're not too bad. It's just, it's a d4 minus your constitution modifier. Well, I got lucky. Yeah, you, you got like, one. Well, actually, no, you can, I got bad. The minimum though. you have to lose is one. You, you so. couldn't, you, you'd only lose one. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, because three. Yeah, you could gain health points. Um, well, I was thinking, well, if I just rolled a one. You would have still just lost yeah. one. <laughs> Because the bit, you have to lose at least one health. Point. Okay. Um, but every time he does this to you, the price is increased because he's pulling more and more of your body. And obviously, the larger portion of the body he has to pull out, the larger amount of health you can lose. So, so everybody just try to keep, just keep it on your person if possible. <laughs> I created this whole character um, specifically for that. So how does it look now that he did that? Uh, you can roll perception if you want to. Okay. I'd also like five, to add a description just five. for myself. Um, it still just kind of looks like a hand. So, like, it's is a it like... little see-through, though. So, do you see, like, the nubbin and then, like, just a see-through purple hand? Yeah. That looks exactly like a regular oh, hand. Oh, and I just yeah. touch it. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can touch it. Yeah, don't. It doesn't pass Yeah, through. Reese, you look down and this, like, tiny frog man is just... I like, like, I think it's swatting you away. Oh, God. It reaches up and just holds it. Yeah. Creature, aren't you? Uh, sure. You can roll a nature check too if you want to see if you know what his eyes are. Uh, nature. What do we have in that? Sure. 18 plus. What is nature's wisdom? Int. Oh, it's int? Uh, 19. 19? Oh, yes. No, we'll just plus one. Oh, oh sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're snake eyes. Like, he has, like, very piercing, very obvious snake eyes. Yeah. Kind of like a yellowish-green color. I gotta, um... I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And then Raisin... Back. Seven. <laughs> and doesn't go... Just goes back. He just Shimmy's behind his... Larger new friend, Carol. Yeah. Unfazed, he looks back at Reese, pulls something out of his pocket, and gives it to you. Take two of these and call me if anything happens in the morning. That sounds awfully um, suggestive. What are these? They're candies. Oh. And he walks away. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't like Thank you, candy. Onda. Well, that was something, wasn't it? Uh... Hey, Onda. Ooh. Alex figured it out. Like <laughs> I know, he told me too. That's what happens when you've got similar brains. Now, um, unless we have any more questions, we can continue on with the tour. Uh, 
um, will our new associates be joining us? Yeah, am I gonna stay in this chair? <laughs> yeah, you obviously. You, you, these are. You, I just, oh, where are my I hands? Oh, got my arm back. Reese, Karoff, Karoff, Reese, Reese, Raisin, Raisin, Reese, Argon. You met Reese. Reese. <laughs> Argon, Reese. Reese, Argon, Argon, Reese. You two met. Uh, Argon, Karoth, uh, Karoth, Argon, Argon, Re- Raisin, Raisin, uh, Argon. Ah, uh, well, that's a nice to meet you, Karoth. I'm not, <laughs> not Karoth. Nice to meet you. That's a great name. I, I love that name. Raisin's a really good name. And uh, you must be Argon. Okay, well, all right. That's a lot of good people. Yeah. We have one more friend you guys need to meet. Uh, so if we go this way, um, Mike, as you're just kind of strolling down in the medical bay. Uh, <laughs> What do they see as they come out of the medical office? What they'll see with their eyes is a giant turtle. <laughs> or what do they see with their hearts? Oh, they see a, a wholesome friend. A giant turtle. A wholesome <laughs> friend, yes. A turtle with a big smile. A not intimidating face, a very wholesome, maybe even dumb kind of looking face, but a turtle. And uh, a medium size, about 440 pounds. So I'm, I'm, I'm so big. The big medium so you, size. You won't really be able to, like, I'm, I'm not, like the max of medium, just before large. Yeah. To be fair. But, uh, big boys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't look intimidating at all. I have a little cane, wooden staff, you know. It almost looks like a club, but I kind of use it as a, almost a walking stick. <laughs> and, uh. Some Yoda vibes. Yeah. yeah. Big Yoda. He is, he's Daddy Yoda, not Baby Yoda. Yeah. Are you an old turtle or are you in your prime? Uh, I'm 26 years old, so, so uh, turtles have about, yeah, you guys about make 50 pretty old. years, maybe 50 to 60. So not too old for a turtle race, but uh, so I'm, I'm on prime. You know, so. Anything special about this turtle they see? Oh. Specifically on the shell, baby. Oh, some smell kind of some mushrooms. <laughs> some smell like turtle soup. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some mushrooms, just like I'm here, but on my shell, and they just kind of are there, and I can pick one out and kind of just munch on it a little. A little and you, you see that a little bit. You just walk in and he just kind of like picks a mushroom off his shell and just oh. <laughs> keeps walking. So one bite and swallows. Is this another one of our associates? Yes, so this is what you see. Oh, he looks so wholesome and chill. Surrounded by those dead bodies. I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) But he's, you know, he's got a little pet nose. He's happy. You and I still have big eyes and just looking around as if I don't even really know what's going on. (laughs) You're lost. (laughs) You're on your way to the bathroom. Now you're in the kitchen. You're just kind of here. Yeah, and remember those of you listening at home to go to day underscore dreamers underscore podcast on Instagram to see all of these wonderful art photos. You we're, the ones that we, we're the ones that are making them. Yeah, you, you see How many hours have you stared at those? Like, oh God. There's been too much time spent on them. I started back in like October. I don't even want to talk to you guys about the music. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. Oh my God. I love your character. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh yeah, uh, so technically we don't have the music done yet, but by the time people are listening to this, the music will be done. I promise. Yeah. So Ellie is the one who has made the intro to our our show. So when you hear that at the beginning, that was him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to say to your future self? 
Um, Good job. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Look at you, I'm so proud of you doing, doing stuff and things. The ambition of that was maybe... I feel that. Underestimated on my behalf. Man, I get that. Like in the logo I made on a pillow and a blanket on this... It's a very grassroots podcast. Notebook that I made. Yeah, that's his face. Hey, it's me again. Just, uh, you know, it's about that time that maybe if you haven't yet, go take a drink of water or take care of yourself a little bit. But, um, you know, this is where if we had advertisements, I would put them. But, but we don't because this is our first episode and nobody knows who we are. So instead... I'm going to take a minute to thank Delaney, who did most of the art for everything that you've seen so far, and to Elliot for doing the intro and outro music that you've heard a few times by now. It's super fucking cool, and I can't do anything like that. And, you know, thank you to Mike and Anna and Alex for just being players, and just and thank you guys for, if you've made it this far, this is wonderful. If not, I'm, you know, maybe... Well, you wouldn't be able to tell me what's wrong because you haven't heard this part yet. But I don't give feedback or something. It's appreciated. Um, yeah, I was just really just stop it in to say hi, ask how how your how your day is. Uh, you know, how was work, and you know, dropping the kids off at soccer or um, how about that sports game last night? Hey, you know, throwing the foot of the football. Alright, you can you can start listening to the podcast again. I'm sorry. Uh, enjoy. Wherever the hell you walk in, you see Sila and a bunch of weirdos come out of the medical room. Hello, Sila. Oh, Oroboro, I'm so glad you made it. It's perfect timing, almost. These are your new friends. More friends? Yeah, remember we talked about you becoming an adventurer? Oh, we get to leave. Yeah, you can always leave. You're not a prisoner. Yet. I'm kidding, kidding. Yeah. So is this his first time ever seeing Argon and I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me do introductions again. Oro, Argon. Argon, Oro. Oro, Reese, Reese, Oro. Oro, Raisin, Raisin, Oro. Oro, Karoth, Karoth, Oro. It's an R. Friends. I'm just gonna be whimpering a little bit. I'm not gonna say much. Doesn't hurt terribly. Reese just kind of running with Dr. Ondo. You know how those go. Dr. Ondo scares me a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah He sometimes takes a mushroom when I'm not looking. This kid sneaks up on you. I think he very did sneak up. He just walked up and took it and smiled. <laughs> That's exactly how he would do it. Yeah, right? like, he would. He would just look at you, take it, and then walk away. But then, like, also, like, maybe be surprised that you're even standing there, like, you'd be eating the mushroom and just be like, oh, hello. <laughs> Perfect. I gotta put that on my notes now. 
said, he's my friend. Okay. Takes mushrooms <laughs> without consent. Smiles. Personal bubbles. Never seems to blink, never seems to stop smiling. Maybe it makes sense if he never blinked. The real question is He didn't. Yeah, does yeah. he want none unless you got Bon's hunt? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, why do you think Charlene was there? <laughs> <laughs> is Charlene like his assistant? You, you Trixie boy. Smell me in my puns already? Oh no. no. <laughs> Uh, for those of you listening who didn't catch on, Dr. A. Onda, his full name is Dr. Anik Onda. Mm. Oh, oh my god. And he is... <laughs> That's oh, not I'm, so, I'm so slow. You guys are all like, huh, I get it. And I'm here like, yes, I too. I also understand the joke. Could you explain it one more time, everyone? For the listeners, yeah. <laughs> Or is he a snake with a human arm where the human is like a, human, like a whole human with a head? I guess we'll have to spend more time with him if you want to figure that out. I, do not I mean, can't, can't we like look yeah. at him? Like, what does he look like? <laughs> left already. But like when he was there, Maybe his did you describe him? Uh, yeah. Anacondas. Oh, yeah, just yeah, not yeah. listening to what he said. I said he looks exactly like if you took Dr. Jonathan Reed. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I meant like his like body shape. Like a yet snake body, okay. He looks like a dude. A yes, very attractive snake man. They can range from like almost completely human yeah. to being a snake. So. Yeah. Like got a, got like the Silence of the Lambs stare, like Anthony Hopkins, just like hello, fairies. Yeah, they could literally just be like a snake with a human head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like just that. Just be like a little like that's what I would like make. a little spurred man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't like that. No, I really, really. really or they could look like the snake in that comic we were talking about. They could just be a snake with huge tits. Yeah. Yeah. Huge tits snake, yeah. Anyways. Anyway. I think you can As you all stand there meeting each other, uh, from the distance you hear, Sila! Sila, did I miss it? And from an upper level, uh, because there's multiple levels of like clear glass flooring, it's really cool. Uh, Why is there so much yelling? You see a man rushing around, uh, almost tripping and falling several times as he reaches up from one of the stairwells. He like slams against one of the railings, like Sila, Sila, oh. uh, and he rushes through people and knocks someone over with a bunch of scrolls. It's... And he apologizes profusely and he helps them pick them up. You guys are standing there for a very awkward amount of yeah, time watching this happen. Should we help him? Is Sila actually like? Going somewhere or just no, you, you guys, still. You guys are all just standing still. Yeah, you guys are all just standing still meeting each other and he's like, Sile! Sile away! it's it's like the amount of awkward time where like when you're holding the door for someone oh. and they're just a little too far away, but that mixed with like <laughs> when like you this. say goodbye to one of your friends and walk the same way, oh, it's like no. that level of awkward you're just standing there waiting because he's a little too far away for you guys to go and help him, but it's taking so long that you probably could have made it. Uh, so after an ungodly amount of time, he makes his way up to you and says, Oh boy! Oh! Silent, did I miss the phantom limb? 
Uh, you know I love watching that creepy snake man work. Oh my um, god. And what you see before you is a golden-skinned man with bright, shining white eyes and long, flowing white hair in a purpley kind of gown. Sadler goes, yes, Corson, you missed it. It was the cleanest one yet, and gives a little wink to Reese. He goes, oh, please. Oh, you think being head of the divination, I'd... Oh, oh, my goodness, where are my manners? Um, my name is Corson Wobblepop. Whoa, you snuck up on us. I didn't see you coming at all. There was a K or a C. Uh, so, Corzin is K-O-R-Z-I-N. And Wobblepop is W. Wobblepop. Wobblepop. Don't need that. I used to pronounce it Wobble Poe, but then a number of people kept telling me that my name was Wobblepop and insisting I change it, so I just went with the flow to kind of get ahead of the curve and not waste time explaining my name. Uh, anyways, um, you can let other people change your name for you. <laughs> no, it's just easier. Uh, and it's more fun. Wobble pop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, you guys don't know who I am, but I know lots about you. Um, it's a little bit invasive. A little bit. Uh, I run uh, the divination section here at Glass. Um, and I have the unique job of finding recruits like you. Raisin, my man, looking pretty good. Around there, you? No, uh, how's the <laughs> Which one? Uh, Storm Giant. Oh, yeah, it's doing real good with the pizza business. Uh, That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, just living at large, you know. <laughs> yeah. One day I hope to try your aunt's favorite uh, seaweed pizza. Oh, well, I mean... Maybe the next time I see her, I'll you know, send her around. I would love that. And Argon looking chiseled as always. <laughs> she does. She's kind of like, her more of course. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kara, you're much, much taller than I thought you'd be. I get that a lot. Uh, and well, uh, Oro! Oh, I'm so glad you're finally, like, going out and, like, doing some things, not just you know, gardening. I always knew you had more potential than this. I love the plants here. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it, it's just, you know, you get to see more plants now. I'm excited. <laughs> and Reese, oh, oh, ooh, you've got a bit of something right to... I'm in great agony right now. Uh, a little bit of chunkage going on in the... I'm, anyway, I'm so glad all of you guys could make it here. Uh, this has been great. Anyways, ironically, I'm late for some of the divination stuff I have to do. Uh, so goodbye, my new friends. You're all going to be incredible. And he runs away, and as he does, he instantly, like, gets about ten feet and knocks another man with scrolls all over and starts <laughs> helping him pick all of them up. And you guys watch for another ungodly amount of time as he fumbles and picks them up, and some got wet. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I like to imagine he does the jump where he clicks his heels together. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Wobbly pop! He's like, goodbye, friends. <laughs> Turns around, instantly bumps into yeah. someone. Or he does it into someone. These are the people you trust with day-to-day operations around here? Yeah. Uh, he's he's a bit of a mess. Uh, yes, I'll give you that. But he... I, I guess I'll, I'll explain a bit more of what he does since he's always running late. Um... Just, just walk with me, I'll explain. She starts walking, you guys go up some stairs and through the halls, you see more science work. Oh, excuse me. People working on, like, armor and stuff like that. It's just a whole array of 
really busy stuff. Um, you see, almost everyone here is one of a kind. And not in the metaphorical sense that a grandmother tells her kind of mundane, mediocre grandchild <laughs> that they're one of a kind and can do anything they want. Uh, in the very literal sense that you guys only exist here. Nowhere else. There's no alternate version of you, no extra dimensional kind of sidekick version. Yeah, uh, I hope so. <laughs> well, there's a multiverse theory, and uh, if some of you don't know what that is, is that everyone exists everywhere at all times in every possible way. Except for us. We exist here, right now. And Corson is very good at finding you guys with his divination powers. Uh, so we, we keep tabs on you, we see where your lives are going, if we feel the need to intervene, we send you guys letters, as most of you have gotten, uh, and we bring you here, and we recruit you to do some wonderful things. And so you see, a lot of the, uh, the mystery, mysteries and long-lost puzzles, um, etc., all those wonderful fairy tales, they react to us in different ways than they would regular folk. Um, something about us only existing in one timeline uh, has a way of naturally just making puzzles and things that have been sitting there for tens of thousands of years. Like, let's say you've got a, an old tomb with a hidden treasure in it, but for 10,000 years nobody's been able to, to get in there. Just send a team of glass agents in there and bada bing, uh, it starts working. People can figure it out. There's, I don't believe in coincidences per se, but coincidentally, when us, I call us originals, uh, walk in, things just start working. I call it magics, call it hidden prophecies, uh, anything, it just, it happens when, we, when we're over there. Um, as you can imagine, that comes in handy when we send you guys all over the place. Any questions? So fate does not tie us like normal people. You could think of it that way, you could also think of it as fate ties you even more than normal people. Hmm. <laughs> Very confusing, we don't have all the answers yet, but all we know is that we can find you guys and us, and we send you places, and things work out, and we make it better. So, we work for you? Kind of. Um, in a way, we just... We give you options when it comes to missions and what you want to do, and if you see it fit, you go and you help that planet, or maybe not help it if that's the need that it need arise. We uh, we tend to stay fairly neutral. Um, we don't want to be just changing everything because we feel it needs to be changed. We we help people. So this whole time you've been walking, um, you see various things: people welding, people working on uh, weapons and stuff. You probably enjoyed that very much. Um, you pass by some gardens, and you know, I was sniffing flowers, and you have to wait for him a few times. <laughs> he picks up really slow. Don't get lost, Oro. <laughs> what if I'm gone for long? Who's gonna take care of them? We have people. We we've uh, we've had some people watching you. They'll they'll take care of them. Yanni said you'd take care of them. So. Uh, I wouldn't trust Yanni with a flower, but we'll we'll find someone. <laughs> Now, if we just walk through these doors here, and then she pushes a button, and these ding, it's an elevator. Yeah. Is that like nice elevator music? Uh, you don't know, you're not in. She, she gestures for all of you to get into this elevator. What's the weight capacity on this thing? <laughs> uh, one way to find out. All right. 
Um, and none of you have seen an elevator before, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, this room is a closet? <laughs> no, it's, um... It's sort of a traveling... Uh, it'll make sense once we get in there. <laughs> she, she hops in and waits for you guys pleasantly. I'm gonna be like Spider-Man my way like on the side of the wall like gripping on like shaking arms violently like what is this? <laughs> I think so. It does look like a very small version of the big room you guys came in. Yeah. The same one. Yeah. Alright, we'll, we'll all go in, I think. Alright, so you guys funnel into the, the elevator. And she pushes a button, and the doors bing, and uh, you guys feel like a lurch. Uh, Reese, roll a constitution save. <laughs> you and your weak stuff. Oh my god. That's kind of good. That's a 19. 19. Um, you throw up a little in your mouth, but you catch it. I swallow shit it. back down. Uh, you get a little motion sick, though. Try to just focus on one spot. <laughs> I'm just like staring at the floor. <laughs> As you guys go, you realize you're ascending upwards, and you can see this is a clear glass elevator. You see all the the people that were down there hustling and bustling, getting further and further away. Oh god! Every so often, you pass like another floor, so you're just like. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I regret looking down. Uh, and this goes on for about two, three minutes. It's a pretty long elevator ride, and then, bing! You guys get there. The door opens up, and she goes down. You just walk into the first out. Yeah, I just run it. <laughs> Reese is like on the ground, like panicking. Oh, I love the enthusiasm. Um, that wasn't so bad. This is my office, and she waves, and it's just a big empty room. Like, oh, this is like huge. It's a uh, like if you were the on the inside of like a three D trapezoid. That's where you guys are right now. The ceiling is like half the size of the floor, so it like angles up. Um, but all of the walls are see-through glass, and you can see just like various colors, like blues and purple clouds, like swirling into each other. Um, little like sparkles of light here and there, only broken up by like blinks of little things that just pass by, and kind of just like unimaginable colors. I can like step with like arms on my hips. Oh, so this is like a. Like, uh projection going on here. Yeah, like a nice uh nice little motion going on. No, that's just that's the outside. That's, uh, that's what uh -oh. is outside of us, right? That's oh, the god. we're in the actual sea now. Oh god. This is where we mostly take uh place. It's uh harder to find people out here. I, it is a weird name. I believe it's a different kind of sea raisin. Oh, I still have a sound. Alright, now, if you'll just walk up to my desk, uh, we will start the initiation ceremony. She winks at Aura. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a good time. I passed mine. I passed mine too? Uh, and that, that's a bit of a reference that it used to be called the Brandon. She uh, wanted a new name for it. Yeah. It still hurts a little. You haven't done your branding actually yet. Oh. You just did the like fight thing. Alright, can't stop. Is that the initiation event when you're done? Yes. Uh, yeah, you two specifically remember this. We get to flex our. Yeah, you, you can if you want to. 
Um, so recent Argon, you you remember like, oh yeah, we've we've been in this room before. But you didn't take an elevator the first time. Um, oh well, not used to it yet. <laughs> Of what happens next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just pushed it really far in the corner. <laughs> yeah, and you guys remember. Wait, this is called, out a little. This is the branding ceremony. <laughs> um, so you enter the room, and she walks up to her desk, which is like a fair distance away from the elevator, and it like echoes as her heels just like. <laughs> And she she turns around with a very large cattle prod looking kind of device. Um, if you approach me with that, I will break you. <laughs> Giggles. She likes it. And yeah, she turns around. It's like, all right, which one of you would like to go first? What we're now with Lulas? We're now playing around or something? No, 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 nothing so barbaric. I just simply put it on your skin and it burns the glass logo onto you and you might get special powers. Guys, <laughs> 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 like this is first level of Alright, Raisin, I love it. Um, <laughs> is it gonna be like a really big symbol on him? We'll see. <laughs> Uh, so if you just step this way, and so she ushers you to step forward, takes out this branding device. What does it look like? Um, so the glass logo specifically, I'll have to post that on the podcast too. Um, it's like a very fancy stylized G in the background. is like, um, spacey as if you were kind of going through like hyperspace with all the stars, like mm-hmm. getting real long. The lines and everything. Yeah. Um, it'll be on the Instagram for those people who need to listen. Subtle plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't noticed yet, we've got an Instagram. Join us on, a, <laughs> so I think you're on Patreon that we don't have. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it, it's that symbol. And she looks at you and looks at the symbol like, oh, it's much too big. Puts it down, grabs a slightly smaller Aww, one. That's cute. Is it just like going on a metal and noodle arm? It, it, it can go wherever you would like it to. Where are you? Where's arm part? Shoulder, I guess. You guys got it on your arm. Back of the shoulder. Ooh, a shoulder one. All right. Um, You look so badass. Remove your cloak area from that. Oh, this man, we just met. I don't, I don't really know if we should do that. (laughs) You can trust me. All right, well, okay. <laughs> That's all it's Right, and she seems legit. <laughs> she, and it, it burns a little bit. Um, and I would have you roll a d twenty for me. Sixteen. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh no! From the tattoo, um, you notice it's coming over your shoulder. And around on your your body. Oh no! Um, That's hilarious. What is? Let's see. Roll a roll a d10 for me now. Great. Does it make her want to do this less and less? (laughs) Six. This one's honestly like perfect for me. Yeah, that is. So on your body, this this like blue kind of design starts forming on your chest and 
So it goes around just, your back. A different blue than I am. Yeah, it's a it's a different colored blue. It's almost like a um, kind of shiny. Uh, there's like tiny lightning bolts streaming through it. You now have a very sick tattoo of a dragon on your chest. Oh, <laughs> That's perfect. I'm glad I was like, like, uh, like mob noodles. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I it was, was It was, um, and you got pretty cool like RNG on your roll, a blue dragon, which is the lightning dragon. Oh, neato. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you now have a really awesome tattoo of a blue dragon on your chest. That may or may not have ambiguous powers. Oh man, that's really true. I mean, I don't know, you're very bad, like, you can't love it, but wasn't that bad? Wait, can I show my thing? <laughs> if you want to. I'm like, oh, that, that's kind of like mine, and then, do I offer it? Um, where are you pointing it? Um, to the floor. Like, not, not like, or out in the air. Away from Away them? from people, but like, kind of like in front of reason. Uh, no, you don't have to roll because no one's getting hit okay. by it. Yeah, so I just, I just blow, like, just at a massive amount of fire in front of your feet. Like, oh, it's kind of like mine. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Anyway. No! He <laughs> <laughs> was just like, like, oh, oh yeah. um, I just, you know, we got What's you. Right? Got, you, 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 you had a, a dragon, so I, uh, I breathe fire sometimes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, you feel self-conscious yeah. about it now. Um, Excitedly, Reese breathes fire out of his mouth. That's not normal. <laughs> Alright, uh, who wants to go next? Very well. Perfect. Alright. So that one's off the list. Um, you are a little bigger. We can do this. Uh, grabs the biggest one. She- <laughs> I just proffer my fist. Hell it's yeah. like Maple. Like, Sprays it onto the fist. Uh, roll a d20. 15. 15. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty interesting one for you to get. Oh no. Oh no. Hmm. That is one of the options, actually. No way. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> It's oh, so funny that you got that one. Okay, so... <laughs> no, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, so because you're Goliath, you don't have natural hair. And because you're... No, no, you're you. No, no, no. You have a beard. So you now have the ability to change your beard length That's at hilarious. will. Okay. These are so perfect that you guys rolled. Um, and if you save a lot of money, I guess yeah. so. Because um, originally <laughs> it was, you can change your hair length at will, but you don't have any hair, and it's funny that you got this one. Yeah. So at any moment, at any time, if you want to grow your beard or shorten it, you can just do that. Do you, Stop. Like, you what are the limits of this? Yeah, like what can we make a yeah, beard yeah. rope? Yeah. <laughs> like, raise we'll say the longest it can go is to your feet. Oh, you and, can still use that. And if it's cut... That's still nine feet of rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Free if it's rope. cut in any way, it just disappears. Oh, okay, still. I got hella tra- traps, so I can probably lift you. You can just like lay down with your head over like a cliff edge. And then, exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying, I got, I got hella traps. Our constitution modifier times height that could work. Of would make most, the most sense. Yeah. That way he can still scale it. Yeah. So, his character. do I know what mine does? 
Yours is literally you just have a sweet dragon tattoo. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks awesome. Yeah, we can. Like, I like your idea. We can figure out your technical hair. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just don't want to count on it for like a really busted mechanic if I have to. Like, no. what about my beard, bro? <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I'd love that you got that one. All right. All right. How about that's how about I didn't oh, have yeah. a beard and now I do. Well, I mean, no, I like that you had a beard before. But before you weren't able to change it, and now you have like this, you were, you already been able to grow your beard hair, but now you can. Alright, hold on. Right between the shell and the shoulder. Perfect. And she kind of gets up and... It's <laughs> 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 like a scream. <laughs> Just like, he goes from like a really placid face like... <sighs> oh, the, the Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d20 for me. Uh, 11. Um, how to describe this? <laughs> I, you can now read and write the comic. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, you, you sit there and you get this, like, this flash of, like, dragons roaring and you're having like a Vietnam flashback <laughs> style just like and all this information and your nose bleeds a little bit and you can now like understand dragons and their writing Jeez. so that's a new language you have now can I speak? Uh, I speak Draconic? yeah yes. so whatever you think Draconic sounds like you can make that sound <laughs> <laughs> the exact same voice it was a different pitch <laughs> <laughs> There's a few dragonborn around on the ship, so like you've you've definitely seen some humanoid dragons. Yeah, and so like you and you've heard them speak this language, but now you can like recall what they were saying in that moment. And you're like, they were talking about they were talking shit about me. No one talks shit about Orly. Hasn't done anything. This is sweet. What to say? It was some dragon reptile. It was some like juicy gossip of like some of the employees having a crush on another one. You can breathe underwater. Okay, you that's got, what I thought it was. You got like yeah, rock gills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've like so been it's been such a long time. Perfect. Love that that happened. Yeah, there were so many other things that could have happened to you guys, and like three of you have dragon abilities. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, you know what? Let's just—I'll go through the list quickly. Yeah, this it's, will it's never a good list. Again. Uh, so if you roll the one, you could change your eye color at will. Mm-hmm. Two, a flower grows on your palm and always is there, and if you rip it off, it grows back instantly and allows you to talk to plants one time a day. Uh, that would have been so good for you. <laughs> oh, wow. Three, you grow a pair of horns, and I had ten lists of horns of oh, styles that you could have gotten. Yeah. Oh, raising with horns would have been awesome. Uh, four, you get an iron stomach, which gives you advantage on con checks for eating rotten food. <laughs> Actually, one of my old D&D characters used to have iron stomach. Nice. He's a goblin. Um, five <laughs> is one of your fingers becomes bioluminescent, and you can cast the light spell from it once a day. <laughs> and you roll. Oh, no. 
Oh, and you roll a d10 to figure out which one of the fingers that would have been. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been a really good one for me. Yeah. Uh, sugar Rush is uh, once a day when you eat a sugary snack, you can double your movement speed. Um, seven, you get the uh, the lizard folks bite ability. <laughs> you can just bite something and get health back. <laughs> that would be cute for me. Um, eight, you learn prestidigitation. Ooh, nice. Say that word again. Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Uh, nine. Prestidigitation. Um, every hat looks good on you, and people will compliment yes. you when you wear one. Oh, oh. that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of one. like. I'm a little depressed now. I mean, I, mean, I felt the same way. Basically, uh, I got a cool wolf shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten. Like Facebook advertisement shirts. That are <laughs> yeah. Like really bad. Yeah, that's time. right. I'm a blank. <laughs> Intimidation checks just like I'm a part of clan. So yeah, ten is uh, <laughs> ten, ten. Your ears become more cat-like, and you can now speak and understand cats. <gasps> Cute. Uh, eleven was you can read and write draconic. Twelve is your fingernails grow into claws, and you your one unarmed strikes now do one d four plus dex slashing damage. And if you cut your nails, they grow back claws. Uh, thirteen was you gain. Knowledge of animals and their pelts, and you now have efficiency with leather workers' tools. Uh, 14 is you can now imitate any bird call you've heard before and will hear in the future. Uh, 15 is you can change the length of your hair at will, but since you've got that, you have a beard, it's just beard hair. There we go. Uh, have eyebrows too. Sure, yeah. Do you look guys Are have man? eyebrows? Sure. You can't. Yeah, I drew him with eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, um, just like a sheep. And then 16 was you get like a okay. sweet tattoo of a random colored dragon, and then made you roll for the dragon type. <laughs> uh, nice. 17, your hands become thick and callous, giving you a plus two on any athletics check only while climbing. Uh, 18 is when you sleep, you now levitate six inches. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19 is when haggling prices for food, you now have advantage. And then 20 is you can cast the spell Friends, but only on half-orcs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is 19 like you turn into a Karen? That's this is what it is. I mean, you don't have to be mean about advantage, it. Advantage on rolling to get a discount on food. Yep. <laughs> shopkeeper intimidation rolls on shopkeepers. <laughs> those are all the things you could have done. And then... Uh, Reese and Aro technically already went, or not, Reese and Argon already went through this, and they got fire breathing and gills. So I'm not a human that breathes fire randomly. And she's a rock that can breathe underwater. <laughs> Is it just like rock gaps between your rocks or whatever? Rock should be made rock of gills. <laughs> I'm assuming they could just like like slide and makes like slate noises, just like. <laughs> It's like a, like a shark only. Yeah. yeah. With like coral leaf growing out of the tent. Turns out rocks don't need to breathe anyway, so. <laughs> Strong wing combined. <laughs> um, actually, if everyone wants to roll a perception check for me, too. All of us. Yep. Oh, well. That's a 12. Oh, that's a d12. Uh, I think uh, 14. Can I just use my passive? <laughs> yeah. Okay, use my passive too. <laughs> Alright, then that's well, a nine. I have a passive of 16. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I thought it was like. Yeah, you and Oro are passively perceptive as fuck. Ooh. I got so my perception is plus six, but I rolled a six. 18. I got plus six. Whoa. 
So, while all this is going on, you guys look up at <laughs> anyone who rolled above a 12. Okay. Right. Um, that works. Yeah. Everyone but Anna. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she just doesn't care. <laughs> She's turned the other way. <laughs> uh, she actually looks down while all of you look up. Uh, <laughs> the ceiling has like a really cool, uh, like, um, <laughs> like a mural style of like space on it, like with constellations of various planets. And you can see that it's slightly moving. Oh, as I don't like, like that. Like it's keeping track, so like very slightly, very slowly. Mm. But it's very pretty, like uh, very relaxing. Yeah, space okay. constellation ceiling. Do I feel relaxed? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. And I haven't felt relaxed in years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, also, yeah, Reese, your hand is starting to become less transparent, tea purple, and more flesh toned. Ew. Right. <laughs> what do you do? It, but now it's gonna look like some like gross like is it skin like, tone. Like, purple. like it's like, been like bruised, so yeah. like broke my hand. Does it mean feel like flesh? Is it warmth? Does it feel like flesh? Yeah, kind of. Well, like, yeah, we'll say like, like a little squeezy. I can't imagine that this whole time you haven't been poking. Your oh yeah, hands. I've been like holding it this well, whole like, time, like not. <laughs> is there like warmth that comes from it, or is it like you're holding just like an inanimate object? Like a mannequin. So yeah, as you're filling with your new hand, it feels like yeah, the parts that aren't turning fleshy yet feel kind of like like a really stiff marshmallow okay like it's kind of kind of squishy but you can't like squish it all the way like a stiff marshmallow and then as it slowly is becoming more and more like fleshy tones that feels like so is it literally just becoming like mild flesh yeah okay cool it it it's weird how you this hand feels like it feels as if you hadn't washed your hand before and go through all that pain. All that pain and suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Relive my life. And with that, um, you guys do notice too that um, the branding doesn't stay. It's not like perfect. Oh. You're just there. It it kind of just like fades a little bit. Um, Except my sick dragon tattoo yeah. space across my back. Yeah, you got a sick dragon tattoo. The girl tattoo. with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> The oxalata with the dragon tattoo. Too. Um, this is gonna be a fun campaign. <laughs> so you you notice that they start fading a little bit and they're kind of just gone. And Sila goes, "This is just kind of how we uh, identify you guys. Um, let's say I don't know something went wrong while fighting a certain monster and your body was kind of everywhere. We would be able to magically recognize you. Not that that'll happen. I'm sure, possibly not." Um, I have one too, and she like flishes, flishes, flashes her her arm to the side, and you see her hers come up, and hers is like a cool, like gold trimmed one, and then she flicks it, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your power? Uh, that's classified. Um, uh, everybody doesn't know each other's, except all of us yeah, now. You guys, te- like technically, the only one you guys know of is Reese's, because he just blew fire on the ground. And possibly raisins because you saw him get a cool tattoo. Yeah, and he's like, wow. Um, and then if oh, Mike a couple hundred bucks. Did, did speak draconic out loud. Um, but yeah, none of you technically know what each other's are okay. other than that. Elliot has to do his thing. Yeah, Elliot, you just feel this like weird, Tingle. like your face kind of tingles and somewhere in your mind unlocks the knowledge that you could grow your beard <laughs> and shorter if you wanted to. <laughs> like, yeah, I can, I can do this. That's fine. 
You're like one of those Play-Doh guys? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for like no reason, you're just like, that's not a mustache, this is a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Hold and hold that part. Actually, yeah, my character Dennis. <laughs> From oh, the yeah. SpongeBob movie. If, oh yes. Oh, that's not God, a mustache. This is a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that to people now. If your character wasn't like kind of honorable and stuff, you could go to bars and yes. be like, "Guess how long my beard is?" And then if, if they lose, you keep the money and you intentionally just grow it a little bit so that they can never have it right. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Very specific money making scheme. Yeah. yeah it's or I could just hit him with my big hammer. And... Yeah, that's what I would do with them though. Right? Just challenge everybody to arm wrestling matches. Stealth your go through too if you're in a crowded place. You can just assassin's creed. You're going from nothing to just a full growing beard. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Hour and a half. Not bad. powers and just cool tattoos and can breathe underwater, breathe fire once a day. <laughs> oh, that was oh. my once a day. <laughs> Talk to dragons. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, just have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I'm all over that now. Ah! Nah! Ah! Burned out! Please, no. And with that, Silent goes, Welcome to Glass! You're official glass members now, and we can send. Well, two of you already were, but things went wrong. Yes. But you got a hand again, huh? I'm just gonna be staring at her, just like the most unamused looking face, and just a little bit of a lip quiver. But welcome, all of you, to glass. How's it feel? But look at that sweet dragon tattoo you got now. What? On your stomach and back, it kind of what? wraps around the whole thing. Is his shirt still off? He just walked your shirt off. Like, this is like, oh, oh, like, oh, the whole time. My flesh was pure and now it's broken. My Christian mom. My alligator mom. I guess there's a few things I should mention too. Uh, Charlene that we met before, she is um, Glass's official therapist. So if any of you, Maurice, have any traumatic events or even just want someone to talk to, she's available. She is very, very nice and has helped a lot of people. Uh, So that's an option. Uh, you guys are getting your own sleeping quarters. Oh, um, you don't have to think of a team name yet. I know that's kind of one of those like organic things that happen yes, along the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, we will be labeling it with your team name once that's figured out. You guys will have your own oh, separate yeah, like dormitories. Um, that was a that was a mistake to give us the option. <laughs> I don't want to take that freedom from you guys. Uh, there are other teams that you guys might meet. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you right now. Uh, Oro, you actually know where the, um, the, the, the bunks are, right? The, and you do. You, it's where the, the people sleep. It's fairly easy. 
Um, if you could take them to down there, one of the guards will help you guys get to your new rooms. Follow me. <laughs> and she goes, now I have some business to attend to, and she opens her big book back up. Uh, ooh. I'll, um, mm-hmm. I'll pull up my Hero Forge of Silas so you guys can have oh, an yes. idea of what she looks like. And I'll post a picture of this to the, the, the <laughs> Instagram. Also, we all have Hero Forge figurines. So yeah. I'll post. Guess what? Everything's going on. Yeah, I think everybody's just going to have to follow on Instagram. Just Hooey! One thing you could do would be listen to this podcast and also look at our Instagram. Yeah. 